Welcome to Menage of the Mary Jane Maven podcast with your host, the Mary Jane Maven. I am the producer, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby. Follow us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show us some love and click that subscribe button now. Don't forget to click the bell so you get notifications and click the like button on the videos. And now, your host. Conversation, verbal, elation, stimulation, education. This is Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven. When we on the air, it's always a lituation. Might talk about some litigation, might talk about some immigration, might talk about some politics, but never talk nonsense. Yes, we on in the slide. Watch and listen, it's a vibe. Watch it while you getting high, or you can listen while you drive. Just don't forget to subscribe. Roll up, trying to get high. All right, so we are gonna get started. So I am going to play a little bit of what my slap of like, I have a slap of the moment when I call every week, you know, I a song, because music is life, but this is everything. And Lady Gun. I mean, anybody that says there's something wrong with the song has issues. All right, that's about enough that I can play. I can't afford to play Cardi. Like, I can't afford to pay Cardi or Megan. So, <laughs> welcome, 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 everyone. So, you know who this is? It's your girl, the Mary Jane Maven, and this is Minaj with the Mary Jane Maven podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us for season two. Um, really appreciate all of the support. Want to give a special shout out to some of our newest listeners, and that is in New Zealand. Oh, Great Britain. My bad. We're international everywhere. I'm just confused. So, Great Britain is our newest um, area that we've had subscribers and listeners. I really appreciate you all. Same thing that I said last season. I would love to know what it is that you guys love about me. Uh, so just you know, shout me out and let me know what it is about the podcast that you guys love and appreciate. And uh, you know, I want to give some people some merch. And you know, I am going to go live one day where we're manifesting this into big things. So your location may just be where I go. You never know. So. You know, you guys got a lot of work to do. France is still about 70% of my international listeners. So you guys want to keep up with that. But uh, so we have today, I have a beautiful guest co-host. I met this, uh, well, once again, social media, you know, kind of brought us together. Uh, probably following you for two years now, if, if not a little bit more. Um, you know, when I, when I left corporate sales, you guys heard the story, I made it my, you know, did, did my due diligence and made it, you know, a mission for myself to find my tribe, um, to find my, my group, especially people of color that were also, um, you know, utilizing cannabis in their lifestyle and in their careers and just everything. It's completely encompassed it. And this beautiful queen here was one of the individuals that I was very uh, able to meet and very lucky and blessed to be able to meet. So I would like to introduce you all to the beautiful, and I actually like to let people like kind of pump themselves up. So I'm gonna let you, so I'm gonna go, and you go ahead and you let everybody know who they're looking Hi. at right now. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Shade Renee. Um, and do I say a little bit about myself or is it the yeah, name? Yeah, girl, like I said, I like to let you guys have your plan. Okay, great. Uh, my name is Shade Renee. I am born and raised from Sacramento, California. I am a cannabis advocate. I'm a yoga instructor and um, I offer cannabis-friendly yoga sessions. So. Nice. Yes. So if you guys are in, you know, there's a couple in Sacramento and I will say that these women support each other. Um, you know, in their in their ventures, but not everybody's class is going to be for everybody. Okay, um, you want to make sure that you find the right one for you, the right practitioner, and join them. Maybe you're somebody that is, you know, a person of color. Um, and you know, it, it yoga was not something that we've always done. Yoga is not something that we've always looked at as people of color. It's always been like a yucky thing, uh, you know, a melanin deficient kind of activity. We didn't see the benefit, but what's so interesting is that. We actually started yoga, um, you know, with, with Komet. And so we actually have much more of a connection to it than we believe. What I love to see is in the last couple of years, 
we have been on a movement and this movement has taken us more towards health and wellness and having control over that health and wellness your mental health is huge and yoga encompasses all that and really makes you a much stronger person so i definitely want to talk about your journey into that um how you decided to infuse the two um and we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that but of course you guys know we got to start off with the bullshit we have to so in order to do that, um, I'm going to jump into the quote first, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into uh, just a couple of things. And I, the first topic I don't want to say is bullshit, because it's a, a, a lovely, beautiful, strong queen who just got the best nomination that I think that we that she could have. And I know we all know I'm talking about Ms. Kamala um, and her vice presidency. So we'll get into that. Um, but this quote does have to do play along the lines of, you know, of the strength that we're going to be having in the White House, because I'm claiming it is going to be Uncle Joe. I love Sleepy Joe. I love him. Um, I don't know why y'all so mad at him. He's old as dirt. What do old as dirt people say? Shit that you don't like. Get over it. Um, but yeah, so we'll get there. But the quote for this week is, she was fierce, fearless, determined. She loved hard, and many couldn't handle her type of passion, and intimidated the weak, but strengthened the strong. Facts. facts. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yes. So, you know, as, as a woman, as a woman of color and as somebody that's pursuing, you know, entrepreneurship and doing what she needs for herself, you can relate to that, you know, especially as a black woman, you're, you're passionate. That actually turns over to being aggressive. Um, you know, you are steadfast. That turns over to you being a bitch. Why do you think that is I mean, I know it's a lifelong thing, but why do you think that is, and mostly related to women of color? And growing up in Sacramento, as I have, we've seen a huge change, you know, kind of happen. Do you feel like you've ever dealt with that growing up in Sacramento? So it's kind of a twofold question. Where do you think that comes from? And then have you experienced it here um, in the area? Or in your lifetime, I'll just say. Um, well, I have experienced it. I would start off saying first, I think it comes from conditioning, honestly, like years of conditioning, um, and that's in various communities. I feel like um, because of media and what is the image that is put out there for Black yeah. people, yes. Yes. Um, I feel like it, it has conditioned other people um, to maybe feel threatened or intimidated so by a black person's tone girl, or when they up. Scared of us, girl. period, though. And if you really yeah. look into the history of that, why that is, is because let's just say that some of the colonizers knew that they were doing dirt and knew that they weren't, you know, I'd say, I say this, and, you know, everybody that's listening, don't take any harm to it. If you take harm to it or you take offense to it, you know it's kind of true, okay? Don't try to Nick Cannon me. I don't work for Viacom. Don't try to take my shit away. But I'm going to be real and be honest. Either some way, somehow, the others have found out, I won't say the others, but colonizers and people that don't believe have found out our true passion and per our true power, and they are really trying to just, you know, calm that as much as possible. Um, you know, I, my husband and I have been on our own journey in the last probably three years, and that is to find out our true identity. I really want to know what my ancestry is without you telling me. Because every time we delve more into it, we find out that you've got to apply Or, you know, mm -hmm. there's some untruths to it. But we can jump into that. I don't want to take away what you were saying here. So you were saying that you, you definitely have experience and that it's come from conditioning. Yeah, um, I feel like to a certain extent, um, young Black women, young Black little girls coming up have been conditioned because, again, it's a generational thing. Yeah. Yeah. And mothers coming up trying to work, take care of the kids, be a wife. Yes. Um, sometimes you've had to assert yourself a certain way in a work environment that isn't really Ooh. true and authentic Girl. to yourself. Girl. So that's why I feel like the conditioning comes in. And it's like, okay, how do I break from that and still be true to myself and show that I'm worth this position that um, I'm working, yes. you know, yes. without I, having You deemed to me... Uh, yeah. you know, el eligible to work at. I have all the skills. So why yeah. is that when I'm in this environment, I'm being put to the test? And right. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Or um, polish, or polish myself around yes. what um, a certain image that society has of yes. how yeah. a woman should be at work. Um, and how you should speak on the phone. Yeah, and that's usually not um, followed by any women of color. You know, they don't 
you know, it black women, um, Latino women, Indian women, it you can hear it in our voice, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like the fact that we have to go into a job and try to talk like this and not sound like who we are. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Instead of just being like cool and being confident yeah. and being like, hey, I'm here. Be like, I'm bitch, here. what? Yeah, you know? I'll be saying bitch when you're at work. Be like, girl, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Really, I, I, I did it. I did it for years. I was in corporate sales. I was in customer service. I mean, my name was when I, my very first big customer service job where I was making money off of your production as well as an hourly. Um, Providian, always shout them out. Anybody that worked at Providian in 99 to 2001, what's up? We kicked it. Um, but my name was Barbie. Hi, this is Barbie. I'm calling with Providian. Oh my God, may I speak to, oh my God, I'm so silly. I forgot the name. Oh, okay. Ken, may I speak to Ken, please? Like, just so I could make my sales and so that I could seem you know, um, approachable or that, you know, they, they would feel comfortable. Um, I've literally done the same thing. Yeah. I yeah. changed my name at work and got it okayed by my yeah. manager. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, they, they can definitely say, Oh, it's to protect you. And Oh, it's to make you a better salesperson. You're absolutely okay with the fact that I'm not going to come across as whatever you deep down see me as. So yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. infuriating, especially for young um, people now that are maybe getting into like a call center work environment or something like that. I think it would be very confusing for them right now. Like, should I be proud of who I am? My hair is natural. I'm this, I'm that. But then I'm being told that, you know, I shouldn't go by my name. Lene, yeah. lack for a better word, guys. I'm sorry. But <laughs> the lack of a better name coming in my head right now, but fact that you have to change like let's say your name's Lenene. I don't know maybe it's a, a name of a, a queen who knows but you're not going to go in there and say that you're going to go in there and say your name's Lene or maybe just Nate you know um and we need to become comfortable with that that we are who we are look black people we're creative okay yeah you may name your I, name <laughs> I have worked at a job um and I got so frustrated when people um would mess up my name and when I would you know politely correct them but how they hard would is your name? have it huh how hard is your name like they've never heard of Sean Davis like <laughs> I've, I've I've gotten so many different things but when I've had to have a debate with people about what my name is mm -hmm. um, I've been told that the American way to say my name is Sadie and I had to quickly remind somebody that my name is not an American name it's a Nigerian name Hey, I, I did where not my know name that. comes from. Yes. So, um, yeah, so it got to the point too. And I was also working at a job for so long to where Shade was over it. And I created oh. Megan. And my uh. boss was like, well, are you going to respond to Megan? I'm like, yes, because Megan has time today. Right? Because Shade, Shade's <laughs> time has been over for a minute, right? Yes, but it, but it worked, and I didn't have to worry about people messing up my name. It was still people messing up Megan, which I didn't understand, but it was easier. Folks than, can't read. Read a book, Yeah, read a book. and the people that didn't know my name was, was just sing to me, so. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. Well, first of all, I love that. I want to know how many of you all knew that Sade was a Nigerian name, um, which kind of makes sense, because now that I think about it, the singer, isn't she half Nigerian? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That makes her last album, um, one of my favorite songs by her, even more prevalent. Now I get it even more. Um, mm -hmm. The song she's talking about diamonds. I love her so much. Yeah. So good. We need some Sade yes. in the world. Sade, I know you watch, girl, because everybody watches me. Um, so let's just go ahead <laughs> get a new album out. I appreciate it. No, so I, I can't relate to that. That's 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 interesting. How. And I have to say this to any, anybody that's in the industry working a nine to five and you have a situation like, you know, what we just described having to change your name or play parts for people. Look, let them know. I have had it today, but mm -hmm. Alyssa is ready. Whatever you need to do to be able to still get that paycheck. And that allows you to work on your passion and purpose. Remember what I said, the season was going to be about passion and purpose, you know, pivoting in the, in the, in the face of hard times and really just tapping into what are, what we're supposed to do. This universe was completely mapped out before us. We all were, you know, our puzzle pieces were determined and assigned to each of us this whole time. We all have a, uh, 
a responsibility in this big formula that is the world, um, that is human race. And if you don't do your part, human race, I, and I think our society will never make it to where it needs to be or where it's supposed to be. Um, so that's the weekly uh, Mary Jane Raven hippie conversation. Um, like some people like to say, but I truly believe in it. I know that it's changed my way of thinking. It's changed my life in the past four years for me to understand that everybody is purpose, everyone. Um, and when you can finagle life to be able to get to that, it's so much better. So if you need to go ahead and be a Megan or an Alyssa or a Barbie or, you know, uh, freaking Connor, I don't care. Whatever it is that you have to be, do it, get that paycheck, and then continue to prove yourself. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, just something you got to do, guys. I've worked for, I, I, was, I was one of those that wanted to work as soon as I got a work permit. So I'll work since 15. Um, yeah. And... Always work with, you know, melanin, melanin deficient, deficient um, individuals in El Grove, no less. So I learned very quickly about assimilating. Is it a bad thing? You know, depends on the situation. If you got to assimilate to get that, that job interview, do it. And then once you get that job, after a couple months getting there, just, this is just whoever you are that you want to be. Afro flowing. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Wear some sliders and socks. Like, do what you need to do. Yes. Just be you. Because no matter what, you're still performing. You're still being that employee that they that they saw benefit in. So, mm -hmm. benefit. But yes, guys, let's let's get on moving. Because I'm sure you know. Yes, they're probably like, girl, you've been talking, and we have not had any sparking salutations. So, yes. you guys know before we get into the shit, we're gonna talk about a little bit about the pop culture, and then get into um, letting Sade kind of explain what it is that um, you know what her purpose is and uh, how that purpose can help you to discover yours or at least uh, optimize your health and wellness. So as you guys all know, shout out to Chaz, shout out to Lisi B, shout out to all co uh, future co-guest hosts, and a shout out to all of you out there, my can of swords. So this, what I am getting ready to light up here, courtesy of Chapo. So good. Yes, courtesy of our folks at Chapo. This is the very nice new strain that everybody likes, Obama Runs. Ooh. You're, oh, girl, bye, girl. Hi, girl. So, if in about 20 minutes, you're gonna be like, who's she lit? Yes, yes I am. Um, so, if you guys haven't tried it, get your hands on some. Um, I know the next strain I wanna try is the Pink Rose, which is Rick Ross's um, brand or strain. Well, Ugh. somebody grew up for Rick Ross. I hope I did it right. Uh. I mean, <laughs> bite, bite. I mean, he handed a big ass bag to when he handed a big-ass bag to Snoop, oh, speaking of, actually, this wasn't even on topic, but let's talk about it. Did you watch the Versus uh, channel, Ch challenge? Um, the, for which, which one? Two Chains and, and Rick Ross. I didn't watch it, but I listened to it on title. Okay, girl, you, got, you, got, you have to have the visuals as well, okay? You do? Girl, the, they put on a performance. It was not... A child. They weren't in like separate locations. They were the same locations in the studio somewhere. Two chains bought out strippers. Strippers. Oh, I need to tune in then. Yes, girl. Essential workers were on their jobs. Okay. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then Rick Ross yes. had nerve to take his entire nerve to take off his shirt. Girl, he got to show that belly. He came a long way. Oh, then he he has to show those chicken wings. You know, and everything that's working for him. Yeah. Yeah. He had a girl come out, uh, you know, also an essential worker. She's a massage therapist, I'm assuming, and give him a massage. You know, Good. while he did some of his songs. So, um, who do you? Who would you say you're a bigger fan of, Rick Ross or or the two or two chains? Um, man. I was tough with that. That's kind of tough. I've been listening to Rick Ross way longer. That's what a lot I of people love. Say. Two chains though. Like yeah, I love like. Him. I, I dig his whole personality. Uh, personality. Love I love him on expensive. Expensive. Oh my gosh! I watch. I love that, that show. I love when he's like, oh yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. They, like, yes. Like but he can afford every, it, but you know he's thinking like, ain't nobody buying that shit. Like I want to buy it, and you know he can. Yeah. Afford it. Yeah. And he yeah. and he be like, I'm taking one of them home. <laughs> and he's like, where's mine? He's not even trying to be like, right. oh, what? Where is mine? And they right. He be letting them know. Yes. I'm gonna have one specially yeah. ordered with two chains Look, on it. Yes. Don't <laughs> let it be like some expensive alcohol or you know something like yeah. that. Like, where, where's mine? Where's my gift bag? Exactly. I think he was a perfect fit for that. 
Um, I always say that there are some rappers, the baby <coughs> being one of them, who is charismatic and they have the three, you know, the three things that you need to be a celebrity. Um, he, you know, he won, but one with two chains, he has an education. So let's, let's shout that out right now. You want to be a rapper? Great. Get your education, guys. You want to be able to make sure that nobody's stealing your money. You want to be able to make yeah. sure that your deal is not a horrible deal. Um, you don't want to, you don't want to work hard and tour, tour, tour to make somebody else's pockets fatter. You want to be able to make yours fatter and, and pass on generational wealth you know, to your children. Yeah, that goes so. outside of if, if, if oh. they're even pursuing music just in general. Everything. Yes. Um, it's just really educating yourself and gaining knowledge. That's the one thing my dad always told me is that they they can take anything that they want away from you, any material, any you, but they can't take the knowledge that you have stored. So That's it is so important. Of. Yeah, That's it's so important when you go into business for yourself to know uh, what contracts you're signing. Read, guys. Yeah, the investors that you're partnering with, that you're giving a percentage yes. to your company. Yep. Yep. Yes. Um, if you don't know, hire somebody that knows what you are about to sign off on. Yeah. So, or yeah. research it and learn yourself so you can take care of yourself. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. The hubby, you know, chiming in, guys. He is How here. How you doing? <laughs> Hello. Um, but yes, no, we'll let, I'm going to finish talking about Rick Ross and uh, Two Chains, but I do definitely want to jump back into that because they both actually have an example of you have you have a career. Like most people will be like, rap. What you mean you got a, a alcohol? What you mean you got a, you know, a chicken uh Wingstop or whatever that Rick Ross has. Yes, you are always needing to diversify your money and you always need to make sure that you have multiple streams of income coming in. Some of which you don't even have to work for. Okay, that they just come in. Um, and are you sleeping? Yes, and speaking of, I do have a great way that you will be able to do that yourselves, guys. So really quickly, let's talk about Black Business in a Box, um, which happens to be one of the sponsors here. Um, Black businesses in a box is a great way for you to be able to start a fully, uh, you know, ready to go business. They handle everything as far as the, you know, the, uh, the back end. You do have to, of course, promote and let everybody know that you own a eyelash store. Maybe that's what it is. They have uh, tons of different businesses that you can get. And the whole business in a box deal is that it's already ready for you. So you pay and it's less than $500. I will provide you a code, which will get you a little bit off as well. Because you know, black folks, we always got the hookup. So, got the hookup for you, look, right? Always got the hookup. Um, but in any way that I can help to foster and, um, and elicit a way that you are able to be free of uh, having to work for anybody and having to be an employee, I'm all for it. So, with Black Business in a Box, it's very easy. You just want to go to their Instagram. Their IG is Black Business in a Box, or you can go to the website. And then, of course, you're going to go ahead and drop a code. And the code is going to be, give me one second, because I should already have that up, my bad. Um, it's like MJ Maven 10, but hold on, hold on, hold on. If I'm not able to find it, which the producer is going to be angry at me about, he will. it will be in the liners of the video. But um, they are fantastic for what they do. You guys, I have way too many things that I do already, and I don't need to add anything into my plate. But I do. Um, you should hear the hubby. Another affiliate? Yes. I'm an affiliate for another company. Because that's money that, like Sade said, sleeping, it comes in. So. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, as I was saying, <laughs> Black Business in a Box, that's going to be your way. And that's a great jumping point. Um, and what I love is that they say as well, this isn't the end all be all. Start with us on Black Business in a Box. And then you know, move, move that over into whatever your true passion is. So I love that they say that as well. They don't say, just come here, we have the answers. Right. Um, ba, ba, ba. I can't find the code right now. My bad. It'll be here or I'll drop it by later. I know. I know. Um, that's why he loves me. So yes, so Black Business in a Box is going to be the way, like one of the ways that you guys can jumpstart being able to be an entrepreneur and pass on that generational wealth. So jumping right back into what we were talking about, two chains, Rick Ross. From the moment that I heard about it, I immediately said there was going to be two chains for huge two chains fans in this house. Um, he's only been to Sacramento once. We saw him. That man is tall as hell. 
Um, I didn't realize he was this tall. And he puts on a great performance, and he was in a wheelchair and kept getting his ass up off the wheelchair. Yes, he had broken his leg. Kept getting his ass up off the wheelchair and using the dancers and shit so he could walk back and forth across the stage. And we were all like, oh, sit, you, sit down, sit down. But so uh, shout out to Titty Boy. Um, we had here, um, we, we kept track, and we had two chains as the winner, the easy winner. And it was, you remember the numbers? Um, 14. I don't, but I got them. <laughs> he has them. He's a, he's serious about it. I wish you guys could see his face. Yeah, we were following social media. We were you know following other people, and I didn't get. Um, I get like you said. You listen to him a longer, so maybe that was part of the reason um, that people felt the way that they did, feeling that you know that Rick Ross had it. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Now, the only time. And I was like, do not play these two songs against each other, is what we were saying. We were like, if he plays Dice Pineapples and Two Chains <laughs> plays um, Duffel Back Boy, I don't know. <laughs> and of course, that's what they did. Because Dice Pineapples to me. But that was just a tie. That was, was a tie. No, I was a tie. But still, flawless. If he would have played that song against another one, he would have won. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would have won. Um, Rick Ross definitely has more songs that. I thought I knew that I didn't know about, you know, that I'm like, oh, that's right. You know, he slaps a little bit. So um, he did, he did do well on that. Um, but I, I love these verses. I hope that this is not just a Corona thing, you know, cause that's how it started. Um, I know that there's big talk about Chris Brown and Usher. Who do you think would take that? I'm a big Chris Brown, I'm sorry. I'm, thank you. Hubby's like, what? No, look at and listen, I love Usher. I love Usher. But Chris Brown, I've seen him most in concert. He be singing and dancing his motherfucking ass off. But it's not a dance competition. (laughs) I said singing. Chris Brown. His voice don't be cracking. To equal Usher's first three CDs. Seven o'clock. Sorry. Who's in my drop top? Who's in the streets? Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's cool. But Chris Brown, even his uh, yo, excuse me, miss, compared to that, like that was like his. He He needs to go get some Marion. He can take a Marion. No. Oh, that would even be fair. So Marion has Icebox and uh, Touch. That's it. That is it. What Chris Brown got? So it got to be. That, that's it. Like it would have. To I Chris mean, Brown I got to be. Yeah, got yeah. to be with with Chris Brown and. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's. I mean. I mean, Chris Brown. Like I said this. Chris Brown could go out there and put on his verse of Function, the remix, over and over and over and over and over again, and the people would. Like no, just off of that. Just off of that verse right there. Every what was the song with Usher when they was in the was a playoff of the Romeo and Juliet with uh. When we are on the the first one. when they was in the Bowie. council, yeah, raw, can't beat it, raw, can't beat it. Ah, and then what about what about the album when we broke up with uh, uh White China? What about when, no, when we broke up with Chili? That album when he yeah. got broke up with? Whatever, it still hit everybody. <laughs> when and all y'all was just in the club, but I'm telling you, okay. I mean, yeah, I was okay. We had this conversation, and we did this one night. We you know pulled up YouTube, and we just went, you know, we went back and back, but then we ended up just like falling into a you know, YouTube's uh, you know, spiral verse. I agree. And ended up on something completely different. Sada uh, Baby Raw. You said who? Sada Baby. Oh, yeah. We did end up on Sada Baby. Yeah, we did. I, I don't know how we started looking at Usher versus Chris Brown and ended up on Sada Baby. I don't know, but we did. Um, yeah, I, I thank you so much. I'm, I'm so happy that a fellow queen has my back there because I would be Chris Brown again. I love listening to Chris Brown. Okay. Um, love to only reason y'all saying Chris Brown is because recently Usher was saying that he, they, they said that Usher was burning people. No, so now, that's not them doing it. I don't care what he's doing. If this was right after Rihanna, then it'd be Usher all day. No. I, I uh-uh. absolutely love Usher. I love Usher. But if you're asking me to choose between the two, yeah. I'm sorry. Who would we be bopping more to? Like, yes, remember, watching his DMX. CDs, his last few CDs, he only has about. Two or three songs. He yes. doesn't have I'm to sorry. play his last few CDs. The he song, only wait, has to play the, the first. Has with, uh, yes, the song that he has with Little Dicky is fire, babe. I mean, this, he made a song with Little Dicky where they switched bodies. 
and the show was fire. Like, come on. It's still not gonna compare. That's a rap song, so they wouldn't put a rap song against us. Against. If they didn't say, they, look, they've been they've been playing loose and fast with the verses. They can't put a rap song like, against the R&B song. Chris Brown put like fifty-seven songs on his CD, I, so you know, in two years, you still gonna find some gems uh, on that, the on the album and be like, I never even realized I had this song. Yes, yeah, he does. Go back and listen to the first three Usher CDs. Look, I was watching. Uh, it might be the first two skip one. Then no one. guidance yesterday. Yeah. I, no guidance I, video. I mean. Come on. There's not a Chris <laughs> Brown, there's not a Chris Brown album that I wouldn't skip though. That's only reason why I'm saying skip one is because I just don't remember what exactly it is. I one of those either the third one or the fourth one is when uh, him and Chili went through it. And I'm telling you, everybody loved that C D. But then think about what was out at that time. That was our life that was life. Like that album was like, like that, that. Everything that about time, everything please, about the yeah, verses is when the song came out, how would you feel it? I mean the thing that he verses. would have is yeah. He would have, I mean, that song just the, just the. Dun, 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 Teddy Riley beats Babyface because I know more of the songs that Teddy Riley played. Oh, as we his. watched that. No. I, I, for me, I know more of those songs. Teddy Riley sucked it off. Teddy Riley sucked it off. But uh, the songs, come on. Like he was, I was like, hey, it's okay. It was, it was, it was something. He was on there. You know, I knew the Tevin Campbell songs. And I knew his songs. So I didn't know all the songs. By them, I knew the Tony Tony song. Who? What are these? What? Tony. That baby face it? Yeah. Wasn't it? See? No. I do remember that he said he wrote "Can We Talk" or no, 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 no. Uh, I'm ready. He said he wrote it when he was 15 and gave that, that one to for Tevin Campbell. Yeah. 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 Which is fire. So if you guys haven't watched that one, watch that one too. But yes. So, all right. I know we're just off on another tangent here, but I do. I don't think it's going to be Chris Brown versus Usher. I don't think. I, I, yeah, I just don't think it's gonna come to fruition. And then watch that's gonna be announced next week. Um, I would like to see somebody like somebody that could be. See, we don't have enough girl groups. I'd like to see a girl group one, like a Pussycat Dolls against the like Danny Kane, but neither one of them. I wanna know who's gonna go against Mary J. Blige. Well, I mean. That's a tough one. So I don't know if you watched the content creator Kev on stage. Um, if you don't, and if you guys don't, please do. This man is an inspiration to me, and he is uh, definitely putting other black content creators on the market. I mean, he he is blessed beyond measure to do what he's doing. So don't get all emotional, but it's just so powerful. But he has a uh, he has a podcast with a, another content creator who's actually an actress. Um, that chick angel who is hilarious. So definitely add that. Like she is hilarious. But she said, whoever can't sing, but who can step that big and dance wild, dance wild. She's like, whoever can do that is who Mary Jane needs to match. And I was like, that's funny. Um, but I don't know who would go against Mary Jane. I mean, I'm confused on why people are saying Mary J. Black can't sing. That song with Method Man is raw. I don't hear no problems with it. That song is timeless. It's, it's perfect. Timeless. But, so there, she's always, she also says Shy can't sing. So no, well she didn't like that because dudes were singing. It. No, no, but, but I'm saying she says they can't sing. I'm that, just saying that. Shy is wrong. There's people that there's people that actually can sing, sing that will go ahead and point out the people that can't. Ashanti, Ashanti can't sing. A lick, uh, to save her, mine, your life. That girl can't sing. Okay, she can go, oh baby. That's it. She cannot sing. She can't dance. She, she can't sing. And she did not do bad. Because her mom was right there like. <laughs> I think <laughs> a long time ago before she like kind of disappeared for a while before she popped back on the scene. Before Nelly broke her heart really bad? Because they want to act like that's what it is. That's that she had was good good. That's, when that's I, exactly that's when the. I saw her perform. And y'all don't know? I was like, okay, okay. My opinion, that's why she that's why she disappeared for so long. Because I think her and Nelly has something going on. And um because I heard her and Nelly and then somebody else said, well, her and John Rule. And I was like, who is with John Rule? It's disgusting. Um uh, I don't care what deal you would say that you're gonna give me, I'll be like, I'll pass. I'll pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 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 supposedly it was around time that, you know, Nelly did her dirty. I don't I don't know. Double check that. I just heard something. Right. But yes. Yeah. So um, I can talk about this all day. 
Um, and I know that you're also, because you are also a performer, you're creative. Um, so actually, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. How, is, how has it been, like you said, you go out and you do yoga, but how has it been with you not being able to perform, as you guys don't know? Um, she is a, a dancer as well. Yes. Um, we have a dancer here. Love it. So, um, how, how's it been? Do you just find yourself dancing at home? I mean, there's the, like groups or clubs or anything that you belong to organizations that are not able to meet up and, and do anything. Yes. So, how's that been? Um, well, I, I've been a little sad <laughs> because yeah. I yeah. do miss uh, my sisters that I dance with. Um, I dance with um, Hundreds Unit out here in Sacramento. Oh, I know. I Yes. Performances like NBA, um, NFL. I was signed up for the 49ers game, uh, what, two seasons ago. I was signed up for that. And um, three seasons. What was this? We don't don't talk Uh, about what year this is. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't the year that my sister in law passed, but so something happened around the time that I wasn't able to do it. But um, it's a great organization. If you guys don't know and you're here locally, definitely check it out. But yeah, um the last time we got together uh, was when Beyonce dropped uh, Black Parade. And so if you go on YouTube and search Hundreds Unit, we did like a little um, visual to the song and we're all representing Black women, um, different Black women that have changed the world, have inspired um so beautiful the culture so beautiful. yes so if you guys can check that out but i miss them what, what was the name of it um hundreds unit black parade um but it's it is great um women I mean, of all different shapes and sizes guys let me tell you i mean shape, what size, I thought, yes age, age yes, yes 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 and a lot of the women too um uh, are also entrepreneurs Yes, they are mothers, and they're like balancing all, balancing it all, and figuring it out. And I just miss us coming together, even just rehearsal. You know, you know Um, how powerful that is. I don't think we realize enough until we do it. Um, I I will say, like I said, when I started coming into the industry, I was looking for my tribe, and I realized that where you may not be involved directly with that tribe day in and day out. You are building that by having that connection, and then when it's even, it's even more powerful when women are together. Um, and if you look a lot into our history and things that we used to do together, I mean, bathing together, um, you know, a huge pool and just you know, uh, florals and just different things like that. And it would be during like um, a few times of the month. But there was some power within that. Like if we just start kind of thinking that way again, I'm not saying that we all gotta take a bath together during flow time. I'm not saying that. But taking the, you know, the basics and the foundation from that is super important. So, um, you know, find it? There you go. Um, so it is, it's super powerful. And I, I definitely have spoken with the, um, with the, like the head of, you know, the founders, a couple of ladies, I've spoken with them a couple of times and they're always like, look, when you can come, come. We're not going to be like, oh, you hit us up three or four times. When you can come, come. So yeah. I love that about, yeah. Yeah, we're watching. Yeah. We're uh, he's gonna be putting the video on um, from Christmas time. Courtney Dempsey, it looks like. Uh, yeah. And there's some ladies. Go ahead, ladies, dancing right now. So yeah, so we have that up. So I think that's really cool. I've seen you guys at the Kings games. Um, it, when you guys go off together, so let's say when you go to form at a, a Niners game, do you guys make it a weekend with each other's significant others and, and things like that? Is it a girl time? Tell me Sometimes. a little bit about that. Um, sometimes, you know, it's a lot of us. So some women take advantage of making it a girl trip. Um, sometimes it's like a quick day trip for some of us because, you know, we still have life. Yes, life still goes so, on. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's um, booking a flight um, and landing early and getting ready for a performance and coming back home and preparing for the next thing but um man it's so awesome i'm totally listening to you i'm sorry to interrupt i have chills right now just watching this clip because yes i see my girls getting it yes because they are they every single one of them big small whatever right now they're killing it It different ages so many generations and the confidence the confidence that is oozing 
the confidence yes. of a woman when a woman has true confidence and that little look you get on her face Yes, it's beautiful. I can't I've tell seen us mothers, it is. It is. mothers and daughters dancing oh. together. You know, so it's just like, look at, look at that. Look at yes. that. Yes. Go girls. That is so dope. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I love like, it's just, it's saying that uh, you have Latin based dance and all kinds. So I know yes. that the choreography is never just a hip hop thing or, you know, something like that. You guys really integrate People, yes. you, know, the, the, you know, the head of the program of the organization, past dancers, you know, it's not just mm -hmm. me getting up there. I mean, I was a dancer too, but just somebody getting up there and putting the organization together. So you have the foundations and you have the true um, uh, knowledge behind dancing. So you guys cover Latin dancing, you cover African, you cover hip hop, you may do something, you know, so tell it, that's pretty dope. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. How is it, how, yes. just how that's implemented? Um, well, Venetia James, um, the creator, um, founder of Hundreds Unit, she is her visions. She has these visions and I'm just honored to be a tool awesome. to bring these visions to life. Um, some of the, the performance pieces that we've done have just me standing on the outside and being able to like see what we're going to present has brought me to tears. I was just, oh my gosh, I was just going to say that. I saw, I saw one. It must have been around, it must have been around Black History Month, maybe, because it yeah. was very deeply rooted, you know, in, in, our, in our history and in the pain, but then yeah. the victory that we've also, that we found from it. So, I mean, we don't go to the Kings games because we're not Kings fans. So, they had to be either tickets are free or they're playing Warriors. But so it was a couple of years. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I get that. Uh, and that's what is powerful about dance is that it, yeah. it very much evokes emotions. And I'm a huge fan of So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things I will never forget um, was uh, to You Get the Best of Me. And it was with Saber. Oh, that made me cry. I could still watch that. Like, right? That. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm gonna have to take another hit of my bond for that exactly. one. Because <laughs> that's what, like, I feel seriously emotional right now. That was Girl, the drop of the I'm just like, oh my God. Ooh, so good. So good, though, right? But yes. I love that. I love that. And it's, um, I love that we have a um, community and that we're so diverse that appreciate shows like So You Think You Can Dance. And, you know, shout out to, uh, to Kaida, you know, from Sacramento, killing it on. Uh, the J Lo show, J Lo and the Neo, and the, and the it's so it's so much talent. Order dance, there you go. There's yeah, stuff on TV right now. Oh I my god, yeah, he's on right now. I, if he he has to win. Okay. Like, I'm not even watching it, but I know he has to win. How coronavirus shut down everything, but the uh, dance TV. That's true. That's ridiculous. Well, so this season probably would have been taped months ago, probably probably right before the Corona got got you know was going rampant. Um, but you're right, all dance shows and like reality show, like reality contestant shows haven't stopped. Cause I know they're ready to come out with another mass singer. Big Brother started. Oh yeah, Big Brother started. I don't know, but they did a lot of testing people every day and somebody that came up positive, they replaced them. Mm. So yeah, so that's pretty crazy. But yeah, so um, my son actually is taking Kaida's, one of his dance classes now. He's taking it where, you know, he practices it, kind of made like a little video or whatever. And so he practices it and it's so cute because I'm watching him and I'm like, I think he's teaching you choreography to something. I just kind of remember what it was like to be that age and take dance classes. And then all of a sudden I was like, boy, you are learning the choreography to bop. He was like, I am. I was like, yes, you are. So I am so juiced. And I was so waiting for him to get to that final part where he can put it all together. Um, and I have to remind myself not to be that mom, not to be that like, okay, look, it's in your face. You smile too much. Like, I don't want to be that because I was a dancer, but yeah. <laughs> it's tough, it's tough. So how, what, what does this seem like here in Sacramento with dance? And then how did you implement that or how did you become interested in um, becoming a yogi and then combining the two beautiful things of that, you know, very powerful flower that is cannabis and the very powerful, um, you know, wellness enhancing practice of yoga. So how does those all kind of tied in together? Well, um, a little background on how honestly, uh, how I honestly came to the point of merging the two is I went through 
um, a tough time facing depression, um, being diagnosed depressed at about age 24. Um, It's tough to deal with. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't, I don't even think I realized what depression really was at that time. I didn't know it as a word. I didn't think that it was something that I would ever be affected with. And Um, we don't, we we don't get depressed. Get out of your feelings, get up and get back to what you need. You know, so yeah, so that's, that's what I was saying. It's hard to deal with and to face at 24 because of the stigmas that we have as a community. Um, And then as a woman, you know, wanting to be powerful and, and have it all together all the time. So yeah. Right. Um, that's that's so true. And um, once I was diagnosed with depression, um, I immediately started doing the work. Um, like you said, like you don't know when you're going through things, especially if um, you're conditioned to keep going, pushing yeah. through, yeah. Yeah. Um, suppressing emotions by holding back tears. And pray, about it. Pray. pray about yeah. it. Pray about it. There's nothing wrong. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, or just not feeling the feelings when they arise and just, mm-hmm. you know, not just really having a human experience. Yeah. Yes. I'm um, a robot. Yes. That, and that's what happens. Yeah, yes. When you ignore it. People want you to be. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So yep. just, yeah. It was so much stuff, um, but I I got the help. Um, I started therapy. Good. Yes. Kudos. That's another yes. one because we don't do yes. that either. No, I you know? when, I, when I found out, I got to work. I didn't like how I felt. Um, so I was. And you have to admit that. Yeah. Got to get to that space. Really, I was in a really low space. I was in a really dark space. I never felt that way before. Um, I mean, I was crying every day. <laughs> I was at work crying. I was taking bathroom breaks. Yes. And it's, like, <laughs> it's scary because you feel yeah. like I'm crazy. And you, yeah, you do feel I and, Yeah, I couldn't yeah. go to work and, and work a regular work. Like, it's so easy to bust out eight hours. And maybe if I, if I still have some energy, do a little bit of overtime, get mm-hmm. some extra money. Yeah, yeah. That's the point where I got into work and it was just like, I'm suffocating. I just um, couldn't do it, yeah. So, yeah. Every so, aspect of your life becomes even more difficult every single day yeah. uh, so you know if there's any of you out there that are like kind of identifying like maybe your back was turned and now you're looking at you know the tv more or you're you're turning up the radio let like take take accountability um don't be scared because i think when people don't take accountability in a situation like that it's out of fear um and take everybody else out of it it's you it's only when you you know and you have to do what's best so i give you kudos for being able to not ignore, um, let our upbringing, you know, um, desensitize you and then also program you to ignore it, but you yeah. look at it head on. So that's yeah, awesome. because it's like, I mean, you don't, anybody that's ever really, that's ever experienced any type of depression from any trauma in their life, whether it's from childhood or, you know, maybe recently losing somebody, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, it was just important to me. Like I didn't like the person that I was. I didn't like how sometimes I treated people because yeah, I yeah. wasn't myself. Um, and so of course, when you're, when you get diagnosed, your doctor prescribes you medicine. And what I did not like about, um, taking, no. um, medicine, um, was that, there was no way that you can really like be like, okay, I'm better. I don't have mm-hmm, depression. Mm-hmm. I don't have depression. I've healed. Yep. I don't want to take this medicine anymore. Yep. It didn't work like that. It was yep. like, okay, if you stop taking it, you can start having these feelings again. And then you then come up with, you know, five other illnesses or ailments or whatever it may be. But then you, yeah. Yeah. And then, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they up the dosage. And so I got to a point to where um, I didn't want to depend on something to be happy. I really wanted to go within and find a way to bring my bring that happiness yeah. to myself. Yeah. So um, I, that's when I started to educate myself on cannabis. And like before then, like I would like smoke here and there, but I was like a social smoker. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to grow weed. I smoked <laughs> with cousins. 
you know but then when it got to the point where it was just like okay yeah this is how this is how I need to feel so what do I need to smoke what do I need to eat um and uh, uh as well as that what do I need to actively and physically do for myself um to to also make me feel better yes yes um so maintain that I like that yeah so um one of the first not the well the first dispensary that I went to where I was able to practice yoga and be high at and not like go get high before yeah yeah or um was um a therapeutic alternative yes shout out I went there yes and I went there like you know you had had a card you had had your card to get in the door serious okay before it was legalized so it was, it was not 2020 okay where yes. everybody was walking off the street no it was a yes. it was deal, okay it was yeah yes. yeah so and costly I, right yeah. so yeah. i took my first um infused class there and it wasn't i don't know what i was expecting going in there i thought that we were going to be doing like warriors and Mm-hmm. all these different um yoga poses and we went in there and we was in that bitch breathing and i was high but i felt the the vibration that i felt and the feeling that i got even if i did did that same practice without i'm pretty sure i would have still felt um as light as i did leaving but i was just like this feeling having this edible and and practicing on my breathing yes, and focusing yes. on my breathing and focusing on myself yeah. and being present and thinking about not thinking about what has happened or went wrong in my past or what I have to take care of that I'm dreading. It's like mm-hmm. how do I feel right now in this moment? And how and can what, I and, what, and yes, and what have I learned from the fact that how I felt and how I feel? You know, what yes. what's the effect of that? I'm almost yes. crying and so I don't want to because my kid is quite prior. But I can relate times a thousand. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that I was clinically, not ever clinically diagnosed, but I think because I was so unhappy with when I was working and not really living in my passion and purpose that it was just trickling down. So I took a class with um, Angie, Miss Angie of Afro Yoga here in Sacramento, who's also just so inspirational. Um, I remember going and taking a class with her, doing like one of her free um it was her and um, um, they were having an open um, studio in Oak Park. And so I At went. At the Hood Life? Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. So I did a couple of um, Friday events after that, you know, um, with Mary Jane, that can become cannibalists with the Mary Jane Maven. So I did that afterwards, after that kind of mentioned too. But I remember going and it was an afternoon event and we did breathing and we danced with each other. And I was like, oh, I, I was there. I think you were like, yes, you have I to. I was there. Now that I was talking about it, I'm like, I think you were. Yeah. So I we was know, there. I went yeah. home and cried that day. I, went I home cried, and cried there. Yes. I cried that day. I cried the that Yoni day. The Yoni Steam lady was there. Yes. The, yes. Okay. I got my steam pot. Yes. I, after her, I was like, "Can we send the appointments? I can see how this stuff yes. works." Yes. After that oh first steam, I was like, yes. "Honey, where's the pot? I need to." It do was right. Like I need to know about that ASAP. But oh my yes. god, hubby is such a great producer. I didn't even. Know I remember that. Pop that up. So that I cried my ass off. Cried. Yeah, I, I went home and cried. And I, I cried. got in the car. I think I still have the video. I remember getting in the car going. Holy shit, you guys. What I just went through is so transformative and I feel like I know what I need to do. And Ooh, I know and what from you there. Know. Yeah, and just really from there, it was like something just lit underneath me. And um, I've been able to really build good relationships of just different, that cover different, um, you know, different aspects of what I probably was lacking in my life that now is enhanced because of these individuals that I've met. Um, and you only realize that guys, when you take the time to really kind of reflect and look back, you know, um, I definitely think I'm a much better person in the past three years than I, that I ever was. And, um, and it used to, and when I first started this transformation, it, it bothered me, like, why can't I be this this whole time? Cause that's not what life's about, you know? Um, 
and I'm just blessed enough to have found this one over here and that doesn't want to leave me, you know, and he's just helped me through that process to be able to become, you know, who I am now. And, you know, I can't wait to see who I am in another 30 years. Dope shit. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Would you say you prefer edibles or smoking? Good question. Okay. Do you prefer edibles or smoking? Okay, so when I'm practicing yoga, honestly, edibles. Um, just because it's healthier. And I think um, it comes on, um, it probably comes on behind the effect of it comes on when you're working, when you're doing your yoga and whatnot. Yeah. Or so you're able to kind of, I think, slow it down a bit so it's less intense, but you do get more of that body. Or even if, if even if you want your even if you want to feel the effects of the cannabis when you start the practice, you know, just taking it like, you know, fifteen minutes before, um, um, that usually helps. But it's it's so much healthier. Um, smoking just in general, um, is just not really good for the lungs. Taking in all the smoke, but I don't I don't knock anybody that does it because. I still roll up a joint. So mm. smoking is like my recreational thing when I'm not necessarily trying to get the healing um, purpose of this this plant right now. I'm using this plant to have fun, to relax, and, and I want so it to be faster. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, but don't get me wrong, I, I've smoked and got on the mat, it's whatever you prefer, but I do think that um, edibles, like a nice, like, depending on your tolerance, but I feel like always starting off with like 10 milligrams is always great. Do you ever practice infusing your own, or have you ever made your own? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I've made my own, like, oil at home. Like there you go. Olive oil, oil, and I've like literally we'll just like had to cook my dinner. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah my breakfast. Yeah. And that's the best way to consume it is to like, like ingest yes. it into on your a, body. A good, and a, on a good fat, like attached to a good fat, which that coconut yeah. oil. Is. So, um, yeah. Yeah. This one over here has been just a little in the kitchen the past three, four nights. But he's mm -hmm. made um, he's made a massage oil. He made a topical, and then he made a bomb ass lube. Let me tell you, uh, yeah, just and it's so it's so versatile, and we and I always keep you know, a mason jar about this big of uh, of coconut oil, and we, I do the same thing: cook with it, you know, make my baby macaroni and cheese with it. Yes, I do, and they are okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So you you know how to decarb you know decarbonate on your own and perfect. Mm -hmm. perfect yeah, perfect. and it's it's that's something that people should know how to do mm -hmm. and again um those those are the things that made me after um experiencing that day at the hub life mm -hmm. with afro with with angie mm -hmm. uh, i was like man that's when it like all kind of clicked what i wanted to do mm -hmm. i wanted to be in a space with women um, that were looking for the same things as me, mm -hmm. that were looking to uh, get to know themselves again, be reintroduced yes. to themselves, yeah. feel safe, feel welcome, feel seen and heard. Yeah. And um, that was the first time that I experienced something like that. And I was like, man, like, and I, I want to connect with women like this yes. because I, my circle of friends were starting to dwindle down, but that's because space was being made for people that needed people, to yes. be brought into my life. That are and meant like, for this time and this journey of your life. And we have right. a hard time as women, I think, making that, you know, making that connection or distinction between the two. You know, you'll see them and they'll be cool and you'll still have feelings for them or whatever, you know, but they're, what they were supposed to do in your life, their time has come to do that and vice versa. So now let's yeah. go ahead, like you said, and open it up. Now, same thing, same, same exact journey. I can definitely relate to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's a very good feeling. Uh, yeah. And I just uh, don't, I mean, we always get into conversations and I'm like, we'll keep it brief. And I know that you have to go um, very shortly here. So. I hate to cut it off. It's very hard for me to do so. I can tell you. But um, what I do want to talk about is just share with people a little bit. And, you know, I'd love for you to come back and be on maybe like a Pussy Power episode. Where we really yeah. get into, man, we really get into cannabis and how it definitely helps us to tap into our, you know, divine femininity. And we talk about, you know, a little bit of whack. Um, oh, that's how white people say whack, right? Wow. 
Um, that song is fire. Um, yeah. um, video. You're, um, that's choreography I'm trying to learn. So I know, you know, yes. maybe Sade can put that together for us so we can have a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so why don't you go ahead and share with everybody, you know, how they be able to get in contact with you. Um, do you do virtual training or anything right now? I do do virtual training. Um, Again, like I'm all for like COVID. I've been finding though with the sun being out, a lot more people wanting to meet Mm -hmm. up in the Mm -hmm. park and do yoga, Mm -hmm. um, which I do offer. Uh, I offer online. I offer in person. I do personal sessions as well. Um, So, and I do like intimate, like small group settings too. Like, if anybody is doing like self care Sunday, and oh, that'd be cute. Like a little get, yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah, and um, you want to practice some mindfulness. um, I do that as well. Do you work with Um, couples at all, or is it just um, for women? (laughs) Oh no, men and women. I cater to everybody. If somebody needs my service, and if I can provide it. And I feel like our black brothers need to know, like, yoga is not just for women. It's not a soft thing. Yes. You know, like. I, I told, just not that flexible. It's hard. That, and I told them, get that, that flexible, flexible. But you don't have to be flexible. You do what works for your body. And there's different versions and modifications for every single pose. So. Okay. Do they have a couch version? <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a chair version for every single pose. <laughs> You can do something sitting in the chair. So I'm, I'm that, you just I'm, sound I'm like a lazy ass. There a couch version for stretching. There is. I'm done yoga in the bed. Yeah, and I know there is, but just like hearing him, like okay, <laughs> I, I just feel like he just, you know, he shared a sentiment that probably many other men are like, yes, that part. Can I watch the fight? You know, and do that. So yeah. um, I wanted to. I was trying to see if you can put up her um, her logo really quickly, babe. Where's that? Um, she was gonna say the name, so I'm gonna look it up. Oh, um, <laughs> you'll see it on my Facebook cover photo. I don't have it up. Um, yeah, I was trying to. I was gonna tell him, you know, he's real quick. He's resourceful. You said Facebook. Um, yeah, on my my cover my cover photo, but um, yes, you can find me on my Instagram. Uh, it's at Shade Renee One S A D E. R E N E E one. Um, you can email me um, if you want to talk a little bit more and get some information. My mm-hmm. email is S A D E R E N E E eighty nine at Gmail. And yeah, let me know if I can help you with anything. I'm here to create a safe space for Black people. Um, in in particular but i hold space for everybody but um 2020 has been a tough year for everybody everybody has been experiencing different things from um grief um you know to financial burdens and you know um your children are home you are homeschooling yes so um it's a time now uh, for people to also, it's a lot of people finding their purpose within this time of rest and um, reflecting. Um, but it's so important, guys. Like, if you work from home, if your kids are taking a nap, take a nap. Yes, right? <laughs> you know, find, yeah, find some time to take care of yourself and show some self, uh, self-compassion and some self-love. Because, we're, yeah, that, 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 that trickles break right now. Yeah, yeah, no, it trickles down to you being able to, for you guys to be able to be in the house another six months together. Um, like, you, as a real talk. So, you definitely have to do yeah. Um, But, yeah, I know we will uh, be sharing your information. What, what's your Facebook? Uh, Sade Renee, S A D E R E N E E. Oh, you misspelled it so yeah so we will um i'm probably gonna be continuing uh, for a few minutes here after we wrap up because i know you have to get to with your you know your obligation uh i was like oh girl it'll be 30 minutes i'm pretty sure it's been an hour and a half you so know my bad. okay we got <laughs> that we got to do a part two that absolutely means that so we are going to do that um yes sir that is correct we will um schedule next month yeah right yep we will schedule um for the pussy power we've had uh, this month so 
I'll be in contact with you for next month. Um, we can chat a little more and get, get, cause I know, you know, the world is going to give us some more mess to talk about. So mm -hmm. we'll, you know, get to chat a little bit more, uh, very quickly before we sign off here, because we did just have a beautiful thing happen with a very powerful woman, a very powerful queen who we all know as Ms. Kamala Harris. How do you feel about her nomination? Um, and you know, what, what do you think the outcome or the, uh, the prospect of us having a better next four years than this previous four years we're living in? Um, I feel proud. I feel, um, I feel really proud. I feel yeah. like right now we're, uh, I can't speak for everybody, but you, sometimes you don't want neither one to be elected mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's the case for, for a lot of people like, yeah yeah I'm sorry if i like offend anybody but no, if sure. you feel like you gotta pick between which like slave master is gonna rule the land and you don't want but, either one but you know i but, but you gotta both. pick somebody because you, it's you important yeah, for you yeah. to know that like okay if they're both not ideal you know who, who's behind this person and i feel like um yeah no you uh, are right her, I, it it's it's long overdue but i i feel like with her behind joe biden um things will be fixed guys it it, 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 it it's some like reassurance yes like, he won't okay. he won't you know he you won't be able to do everything somebody in your ear that's yes. like okay yep. well don't forget Let's, let's hold some accountability. Yes. Yeah. So all the problems that you see that everybody sees with Joe and they're like, I don't want it, blah, blah, blah. Well, just imagine you your mama being your vice president. Because mm -hmm. that's pretty much what it's going to be. He's going to have a black woman who's strong, who's really going to be running office. Because if you guys also know about politics, they don't even do shit. They're just the face. They got to have everybody else, you know, add in. So You also have another um, opinion about Mr. Biden or. Oh, that he likes black women. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't though? We're going to find the right facts. Who doesn't? And on that note, why? that is all. <laughs> that is all that we need here. I like that you got to up with that. Perfect, perfect, yes. Uh, one day I'm going to show proof. We're going to find that video. We're going to show everybody, baby, what we're talking about when they were leaving office. But I do want to thank you. Like I said, I can continue to talk and I don't want to make you, you know, late. I will be in contact with you to get you scheduled for next month. I think I want to have a panel of beautiful queens. Um, and let's get into here and let's talk about good stuff let's talk about what makes us so powerful yes queen thank you so much this has been a blessing it's been a good time especially when we were able to match up our schedules prior to this but um i'm so appreciative for you and it's um just realizing that we met even longer ago than what i thought since shows up must find Yes, right, right. Three years ago. Yes, Three I may cry ago. after this, guys. I may cry. Uh, but yes, yeah, so thank you so much. You have a fully blessed and safe evening. We'll be talking soon. And you guys go check her out. We have all the information and we'll have it at the bottom of the video. And I'll have that on anything that we post. And yeah, girl. So get at me if you need me. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Deal. Oh, Month Leaf is the monthly cannabis subscription service for Northern California. They offer a variety of boxes that you can customize to fit your preferences. Each box will always have a value exceeding $150, but all you have to pay is just $100. And that's each month.